2: Hello pod people and welcome back to Classic Ads from Simpler Times, where this week we're straying from our usual format a little bit to bring you something different. After 10 months without any community COVID infections, we got a live one here in Western Australia and last Sunday the state went into a five-day lockdown. So what did we do? Just like every other right-minded West Australian, we jogged straight down to the bottle shop for some daddy's little helper, then sparked up a quiz about British advertising in the 1970s. If it's drama you're after from your podcast, then you're going to thrill at the competitive back and forth of this episode as myself, Steve Cook and my co-host, award-winning advertising creative and TV ad director Tony Williams, the world's most competitive man, fight for the title of bloke who knows the most about dodgy British advertising from the 70s. Just how competitive is Tones? Well, he's so competitive that he can make getting a front row seat for the school play look like an Olympic event. A man so competitive that he spent three years in training for the kindy parent second spoon race. For our Australian listeners, I think we can safely describe the content and execution of the quiz as shonky. For our non-Australian listener, then give it a go and you'll find out exactly what shonky means. This is part one of the quiz, and if you think you know who David Dundas is and who drove to Luton Airport in a Hillman Imp before being wafted to paradise, then you're in for a right old treat. Or not. Part two, tomorrow, people. (laughs) Everybody loves a quiz, don't they? Or do they? they? I don't think there's much more of a preamble needed, really. So we're just going to go straight into um, question one from Tony. Well, first of all, what we're going
3: to be doing is playing some classic ads from simpler times. And Steve will play one, and I'll play one. And at the end of each one, there'll be a question. Sometimes it may be, can you tell me who the talent was? Can you tell me what the brand was? Can you tell me what's happening on the screen? All sorts of different things. Some of them may have multiple questions. They may have multiple questions,
2: yes, and multiple answers. So I'm excited. Shall I go first? Shall I go the first? You one? Because it's an easy one. Okay. okay. I'm going to play so, you a five-second clip, and I want you to tell me, I want you to tell me, what's the name of the brand? Kellogg. And what's the iconic piece of clothing involved in the ad? Are you ready? So here's the five seconds.
1: the lady loves milk tray.
3: And that would be a black turtleneck sweater. Is it a turtleneck? Or roll neck. What do you call it? Yeah, it's a turtleneck. Well, it is on the film that I've got for you anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But there was never a voiceover, was there? But I just imagine that's how he did sound. So,
2: in the interest of... It was either that or Black Beauty. Yeah, so here's the whole thing. Here's what the whole light sounds like. You go. This is where I go. Extra points if you can get the voiceover talent, but I don't know the answer. No, Sm- Smarvy fella, Swami uh, git. All right. There was only two kinds of voiceover talents in the seventies, wasn't
3: there? It was American or English? Do you know what I've? Um, I realised that looking through all these ads, classic ads. What I've realised is every voiceover is read by a guy you'd want to slap. He sounds really very much like this, whether he's talking about nuts and bolts or tastes
2: like steak or whatever it may be. It always sounds really smarmy. Middle class. <clears throat> if it's English, it's that middle class English thing, isn't it? You know, the middle, it's not even middle Britain. It's, it's it's, it's yeah, it's, it's above that, but it's trying to be more. It's like, it's the telephone voice your
3: mum puts on when she... And it's when that the, voice yeah. of
2: authority. I was thinking about this the other day when I was editing the Steakhouse Grills thing, because you and I had a slight discussion about whether or not it was, there was a working class dog whistle in it. And... The voiceover in that is a hugely, he's white, middle aged, but he's very, very middle class. Mm. It's a very authoritative read where he starts talking about it's made of ground beef, but it's not steak, even though it looks like a steak and you cook it like a steak. It's funny, you and say that like, hey, poor people. I say dad. <laughs> I don't. I don't. He's a bit worried. Well, there, the, there is the <laughs> bit where I do my would oh, tufted out pit and tell you that I didn't eat a steak until I was 19 and you go, whoa, with. We were looking at one if boxes. One was throwing steak out of the window <laughs> to the poor people on the way to the grammar school. All right. OK, you get two points for that. Well done.
3: You ready? Yep. So this one's a little bit different. I'll make that a short, but we'll see.
1: Come with me. I want to show you a very special place. It's where Austin Rover design all their new cars. And where they created the new Austin Metro. It has a totally redesigned front for greater aerodynamic efficiency. And the magic of Metro now comes with five doors. Both the three and five door models have totally restyled interiors with improved ventilation and controls brought to your fingertips.
3: Okay. Now, there's no prizes for guessing the brand, because he did mention it several times. But you'll get your bonus two points I think it's got to be worth if you can tell me who the presenter was that you could hear talking then. On another few seconds.
1: Mm. There are new maestros, including this one. Go on. The new two-liter fuel-injected MG. And it looks really terrific. Out on the road. Still need more? Yeah,
3: keep going. Okay.
1: There are a lot more new cars I'd like to show you. Like this. The new Austin Montego estate. And I think it's the most stylish estate car ever designed. What's more, it's British. I've enjoyed finding out all about the new cars, and Austin Rover are challenging you to come to your nearest showroom and do the same. Austin Rover, driving at its best.
3: Uh, OK. I've got absolutely nothing there. Do you want me to give you a, a hint? Can't, Can't give us a, close? a point off. Just think blow dry and beard. Is it, it's not Dave Lee Travis. Oh. Get him close.
2: But I no, can't give no, it, I've, got to, I've got to say, I've got nothing there for you. Noel Edmonds. Noel Edmonds. Noel Edmonds. Well, I, was, I was fairly close. That I went down with a cup of cold. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so no points for me. Just as we thought. Oh, God, here we go. It's like, why would you do a quiz with the world's most competitive man? Okay, okay question. Are you ready? Okay. Well, there's two questions here. What's the brand? And what do they all agree on?
1: Ready? Hmm. Me and the guys down here are always discussing things like the meaning of life, yeah. and the whether orange flavored c- is better than blackcurrant flavored, and stuff like that. But one thing we all agree on—it's really.
3: C- now, did you bleep those out? Obviously, I bleeped them out. You get Vimto, no. Ribena? No.
1: no.
2: Oh, I don't know. I'll give you. I'll give you one more run through it. All right. Me
1: and the guys down here are always discussing things, like the meaning of life. Yeah. And the orange-flavoured c- is better than blackcurrant flavored and stuff like that. But one thing we all agree on, it's really c- I, It doesn't even sound familiar.
2: Okay. No. Damn. Sorry. Made it, obviously made this. Far. No, it's okay. I think the the caveat is that I am m- uh, the be- <laughs> I'm. A, I think I'm trying to work it out. I reckon I'm 14 years older than you. So, these are all ads from the 70s, which is kind of prime of my life. I did live in the 70s. Prime of my life. Everything went downhill after (laughs) 1977. Sure. When you moved to Perth.
3: (laughs) But it's okay. It doesn't mean I won't get them. I like a challenge. All right. So, no points for me. Do you
2: want to know the answer? Oh, sorry. Do you want to? Know? Well, well, I don't know, no, so it doesn't matter, <laughs> does it? Well, yeah,
3: yeah God, yes, please. So, no, it's mean, <laughs> about me. You to think about me? Oh, I don't know. I don't give a fuck. It's my go now. I'm sorry. You're gonna have to turn around. We're gonna have to show you what you would have won. Don't worry about it, Jim. Bump. I'm going, going home.
1: Me and the guys down here are always discussing things like the meaning of life yeah. and whether orange flavored <laughs> is better than blackcurrant flavored and stuff like that. But one thing we all agree on—it's really. <laughs> really <laughs> <it>. <laughs> i remember a guy used
3: to drive around called the pop van and when he used to come around we used to run out and grab some dandelion and burdock yep. and i remember those bottles on the back you had to take the bottles the, op- yeah. the empty bottles back yeah so yep. i do remember i still remember the ad okay not bad very i like the i like the editing work on there do you like play nice it? production values, 4.7 from me. <laughs> Creativity. Okay. Craft. But in the future, if I don't know the answer, don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Right, okay. So, this one, I will play you, and I'll ask you the question at the end. So, some of these may be just a bit clipped at the beginning, because they are old ads, so bear with me.
1: A sizzle of English holidaymakers enjoying their Sunday roast. But if you're thinking of joining them this summer, do take care. Will your card help you turn brown... No. Or an uncomfortable red. If you want a breeze around your knees, will your plastic provide it? No. The fact is...
3: Right, let's stop it right there, because you might give the brand away in a minute. Two points for the taking here. One, what was the brand? And two, who was the talent?
2: Okay, reverse order. The talent was Alan Wicker. Correct. Who had a very long-running TV show called Wicker's World. World. Mm. I'm gonna take a punt at the brand and I'm gonna say Armbre Solaire. Whop wah. Barclay
1: is welcomed at three times as many places.
2: Barclay oh, should have ch- known that. Ch- that ran for ch- years ch- and years, ch- and, years ch-
3: and years, didn't it? So I thought they were gonna say you were gonna say American Express. Because didn't he do the Don't Leave Home Without It?
2: The only thing I could say in my defense is that I think my hearing's a bit dodgy. I'm not getting throw right, what's up? <laughs> hey? i
3: tell you, it's just a bit, quick bit of
2: trivia on, on credit cards. Do you remember, um, um was it?
3: Hello, Amex, my flexible friend. Hello, Fat Wallet. Remember yes, that? Yes. Um, when it came up at the end, it came up with the name J.L. Williams on it. And my dad had said, that was me, because they sent me one, and I didn't want one of the buggers, so he sent it back. So he reckons he's one of the first, so they used his name on it. And I told all my schoolmates every time it came
2: on. All right. So you've got one point, not bad? Not good, but <laughs> really <laughs> trash talk. Okay. I've I've actually made this one way too easy but gone. it's a gimme um just to make it slight slightly more well not even slightly okay let's play who's the talent
0: well girls
1: your last day at the zermatt school for young ladies your final and most important lesson how to spend daddy's lovely money checkbooks open girls pens are ready no 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 felicity i couldn't possibly go shopping in knightsbridge with one of those a pen with style, a pen with élan, a Parker Lady in white rolled gold.
0: Lots just seem to roll from its tip. Signatures flow with a flourish.
1: Now then, all together, girls. Yes, you Helia. You? Madame, does one spell pence with an S or a C? I don't think you need worry about that, my dear. The Parker Lady in white
2: rolled gold, nine pounds ninety-five. That was um, that was about nineteen seventy-four, and you could pay him ten quid for a pen. Wow. That's quite a lot of money, right? People used to know how to write.
3: So that, who is it? Who uh, is the talent? Do you know what? It, it just it, it sounds very much like Linda from The Archers today, who also sounds very much like. Oh, what's the woman from The Good Life? The, the posh neighbour. What's her name? Oh, what's her name? It's for listeners. No, the Good Life. The posh neighbours. I like got half a point for that. It's the woman from the next door neighbour. The, the um, yeah, you don't get jack shit for oh, not knowing what her name is.
0: That's
3: a name? I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember. It's not Patricia. It's
2: Kiki. Oh, I don't know. Because I am the fairest man in the world. One of the other questions. So there, there are three questions for this. There was the name of the talent. Yeah. The name of the sitcom that made her nationally famous. <laughs> and then I was going to give you a bonus point for humming <laughs> the theme tune. So okay. So okay. it was the Good Life. Yeah. Give me the theme tune once more. <laughs>
3: I can't do all the all
2: the levels, but it started off with that, and and the little leads went around in circle. Yeah, and- but that's not really the main thrust oh, of the oh, of the song, is it? Soft crowd. Um, go on. What's the main thrust? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: okay. I just an the intro. Sorry, I just thought the efficiency yeah, you did, of your time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So 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 you choose like four chords randomly and call it no, the intro. It, did, 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 <laughs> You, okay, I can hear it in my head. You I can, can have a point for The Good Life. Yeah. Um, I don't think you deserve oh. a point for singing the theme tune because that was rubbish. Anyway. And the name of the talent was Penelope Keith.
3: Oh, I knew it.
2: I knew it. Because the, um, the the um, the
3: main woman out of um, The Good Life was Felicity Kendall. Felicity she Kendall, She used to read um, storybooks um, at night, you know, the cassette tape, Storyteller, and I used to listen to uh, her voice, and I think she's an amazing voice, and Richard Briers, of course. Yeah. Oh, Penelope Keith, I knew it. Can I do that one again? If you want hard, I'll give you hard. So I'll play this
2: one. Listen John Higgins is never going to sponsor this podcast. There's a level of innuendo now. It's <laughs> um, not even innuendo, is it? It's just leery filth. That not you're really. up. No. Here we go. You ready? Are you ready? <laughs> ready. Standing by.
1: And action. We are the lads from Country Life, and you'll never put a better bit of butter on your knife. No, exactly All right, right, in the, the door key, please. I haven't got it. You had it. Didn't. Gave it to you. You never give me anything. I'll I'll give you something in a minute, I will. Oh. Look, if we can't eat in, we'll eat out. There's everything we need. Bread, jam, cheese, and lots of lovely Country Life butter. Oh, smashing. Now, what are we going to do about this door?
3: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> right. The brand... One point. Country Life Butter. The famous tagline, I want to repeat it three times perfectly without a break for another point. And tell me what's happening in the ad for another point. You can't spread a better
2: bit of butter on your knife. You can't spread a better bit of butter on your knife. You can't spread a better bit of butter on your knife.
3: Okay, I'm sorry, I'm taking consultation. No, no, I'm sorry, the judges say no.
2: Um, The actual (laughs) phrase is... You'll never
3: put a better bit of bitter butter around your oh, knife. I'm sorry. But, you know, hey. Really? If it was my money, okay. I'd give it
2: to you. But rules are rules. I'm sorry. Okay. Of, and So what's happening in the ad? Oh, no idea. I have no memory of that. Uh, the, really, really nice though. The music and the strap. Obviously, I didn't get the strap word for word, but I do... I'll give it to you. I do remember that, but I couldn't tell you what's going on in the ad. It's, um, it's an animation with three
3: fat, buttery, yellow blokes... Like with big noses, who look like um, the um, the guy looks over the wall and says, uh, "What's his name?" Um, oh, um, he, he was here anyway. Yeah. yeah so five buttery blokes. Um, yeah. It's all all line illustrations. Very nice. Okay. All right. You're going all soft and giving me um, two points for that, are you?
2: Yeah. Okay.
3: Not as soft. It's my currently like butter. See, I wasn't being rude or innuendo. I was just leading you
2: into the the ad. I think that might push me into the lead. By the way, I might be leading after that. Oh, okay. Um, you're you not, know, either, you're not even writing down the scores I don't need so, to Well you're holding it in your head No I'm winning
3: <laughs> Alright i got four you got three Judge's decision at final <laughs>
2: Right, right. You couldn't get any more shonky could it This is I'm going to do I wasn't going to do this one But I will now To get your confidence up Because <gasps> I can feel it kind of slipping away Just I give ar- me an award I'll Are you ready I want to know Let's start with the easy bit Who's this
1: Look what you've got to my car! Oh, nobody's fault, and fault, man? I was taking Mother to Clacton! Oh, ah. Yes, I'm off to the Isle of sky myself. Look at it! Oh, no problem. General accident will see to that. Who? Oh. Even the most careful driver can run into a spot of bother. The general accident comprehensive policy is the only one which automatically gives you a Godfrey Davis car absolutely free. The car is yours for up to a fortnight, while your own is off the road. Oh, hello, darling. Just got to make a quick phone call. Uh, may I introduce Mr. Uh, uh, he's going to Clacton?
2: Or rather, he isn't. Super Simples. Who's that? The very
3: two dimensional John Cleese.
2: John Cleese. John and I think it's the same voiceover
3: as Yellow Pages. We're not just there for the bad things.
2: I'm sure it's the same voiceover. Bonus point. You'll either know this. Well, actually, yeah, you'll either know it or you won't, but you've got a one in four chance anyway. So it's a commercial for general... um, Accident. General accident insurance. What's John Cleese driving? Is it A, a Jaguar, B, a Hillman Imp, C, a Morris Minor, or D, an Austin 1100? Oh, it's like the Austin 1100. Or the Hillman
3: Imp. Oh, I wanna say I'm going I'm going the Austin. Ah, <coughs> oh, which one is it? The Hillman Imp. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. It's of course it's a funnier car. We were shooting an ad once in South Africa and uh, it was quite a it was a funny ad and we had a choice of like this funny old beetle. It was a blue and a red one and I remember the client saying which is funnier, the blue car or a red car?
2: <laughs> and you had an answer, you had Damn. to have an answer
3: as well, didn't you? No, <laughs> yeah, which every you... Yeah, we have to go to a new location for, fly somewhere else. No. Yes, we have to have an answer, of course. Speak to the director. Okay. Damn. I could have got another one then. All right. So, prison rules then. Right. This one's a little bit left field.
1: This is a prestigious British standards kite mark, awarded for excellence in manufacturing. Now, some double glazing companies have been awarded the kite mark for their sealed units. A smaller number have been awarded the kite mark for their replacement windows. And a few have been awarded the kite mark for their toughened safety glass.
3: Right, I'm going to stop it there, because I fear he may give away the brand in a minute. One point for the talent, two for the brand, and three
2: for the tagline. Is the brand Everest? (gasps) Yes, it is. Well done. The tagline, I haven't got hope in hell. No, just think about it, and it will come to you. And the voice, I can kind of see his face, but it's through a fog. I should know it. I think he was just the Everest guy. You only fit double glazing once, so fit the best Everest. Fit the best. Fit the best Everest. Everest. No, I'm not going to get his name either. No, I don't know it either. I was hoping you might.
3: But he's really, <laughs> but he's really famous. As soon as I heard the guy's voice, that I thought that's him. And I thought you might know. Was, was that it? And so fit, um, fit the best Everest because it was always uh, knocking on your door, wasn't it? Um, okay. And but you did get Everest, so you got um, one measly point. Got a good job. I started off easy with you. Well, this
2: one is another gimme, I think. No pressure. Don't give me shit or give me a point. No, it's a gimme. It's it's so easy that I'm actually going to ask you three questions based on a 2.8 second clip. I did this with um, a friend this morning and she was able to give me the answers to all three questions without hearing the questions. Oh, okay. So here's the clip. Are you ready? Yep.
1: It's very odd. I don't
2: even know your name. Okay, here's the question: yep. Where did the heroine of the ad come from? What's the name of the talent? And what's the brand? Okay, in whatever order. Whichever order you want Lorraine to change. Lorraine Chase is Came from Ra- Airport.
3: Correct. And the brand was. I don't know. I don't know. I met Lorraine Chase. Did you? Yeah. Where are you from? No, London Airport. What was it? What was it? What was it? Brand?
2: There's always a bit of confusion. The brand is actually Campari. Campari and Soda. Yeah, uh, but a lot of people remember it as Martini. So the guy that wasn't Leonard Rossiter, was it? No, it's no. Um, some random posh because he in, did that one English with spoke. John Collins on the airplane. so they, right. I, it moved it moved on after this. You're you're right. There was a whole campaign with the. Well, you truly wafted here from paradise.
3: Yeah, and, and no,
2: Lou Yeah. yeah. There's a whole campaign with Lorraine Chase and then it did move on to Leonard, Rossiter and Joan Collins. That was right on the
3: airplane. The but Lorraine Chase, yeah, she judged a fancy dress competition I was at and uh, my mum put a tyre, bicycle tyre on my neck and a paperback and it said, I'm tired and sacked. I didn't win, so I didn't follow a career after that. Didn't okay. care. <laughs> she meant, she's nothing to me. But, okay, bizarre so though. mum
2: was obviously very creative.
3: Yeah, well, somebody has to be in the family. So that's, two, that's not You bad. got two
2: points for that. That was well done. All right. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to listen to the rest of the ad? I do, yes. Because it's quite a nice ad.
1: It's very odd. I don't even know your name. But after this one Campari and soda, I feel I almost know you. May I freshen your glass? Uh, soda, of course. No, lemonade. Campari and lemonade. Yeah, nice colour, isn't it? Campari with soda, with lemonade, with tonic.
3: It's brilliant, isn't it? When the when the tagline or the, the end end line yeah. of the um the ad is more um distinguishable or more memorable than the actual the product, you know. But there's so many reasons why you couldn't do that ad today. They'd be like, yeah, oh, insinuating insinuated all sorts of stuff and you now yeah. why have you made it sound stupid then? <laughs>
2: Yeah. She was quite a hottie at the time, wasn't she? She was um well she was a model, wasn't she? She was a milk before she milf existed. A, she was a model, she's a very famous model, um, who wasn't required to do any talking during her modeling. as oh, she said a model. And then and then she was chosen mm-hmm. specifically because of her accent for this gig. It always reminds me of that um the rain in Spain stays mainly on the plane. Yes, That's yeah. why I thought of Heineken. That was Heineken, yeah. Yeah. And that kick started um Lorraine Chase's career is she became one of those kind of ubiquitous Slags. TV. <laughs> I'm sorry, TV, TV stars, TV yeah. people. Yeah. You'd her on the Michael Aspel show, and uh, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And then she had a she released a single. And is she still with us? Uh, I I hope so. I hope
3: so. What what she live right now? She's probably hanging out with Pamers in the local pub.
2: <gasps> okay, moving on. What's next? What um, you got? <laughs> Uh, just what's the scores on the doors? Scores on the doors so far. Well, it's not fair because I. Okay, I can do well, scores so, on the doors
0: yeah, after, the, after, after this. I've got
3: seven. I've got five. So you've got to um, you got to get this one. So have a listen to this whole ad. I may stop it before.
0: Goodbye.
1: This takes me back to my shark fishing days back in Oz. Wrestling with one of those fellas for a few rounds and really set you up for a point of the Golden Throat Charmer. Hey. I might, might if I borrow some of your okay.
3: Three questions. One is a, a, an easy peasy, lemon squeezy. The talent? Paul Hogan. The brand? Foster's Lager. Oh, okay. And what is actually happening in this ad? Why is it funny? What's he doing? So from the audio, okay, you can so I'm tell gonna, that he's on the docks. I'm going so
2: to make this up, right? he's on the docks. he's on the docks. He's going... going What's he got in his hand? I think he's got a fishing rod in his hand. Mm-hmm. I think he's going fishing. And the gag is that everything's bigger in Australia. So he's asking a bloke for some bait, which means that the bloke has a shark or a huge fish. And the idea is that... Everything's bigger in Australia, so you need really big bait. Yeah, because Paul okay. thinks it's the same. I'll give you that.
3: He walks along with a huge hook in his hand, and there's these you know wet wallies who've just caught this this fish, which is you know a couple of feet long. And he wanders over and says, "Can I borrow you? Can I borrow this? Or can I have this for bait?" And he, yeah. So yeah, all right, okay, one, mm. three. That's very generous of you there, Tons.
2: But I thought you were going to say a
3: different brand. You see,
2: uh, which brand did you ah, think I, I say, was going to say? I would say it may be coming up. All right. Are you ready for the next one? Sure am. Sorry, do you want to do the scores on the doors? Because I have a feeling that... Um, I mean, the scores on the doors are Belgium and Nilpour. Maybe some bad news on there for you. Tony although is although I, just, I don't want to gloat because we're not even at the halfway point.
3: On the decade which wasn't his pinpoint highlight. Tony steaming. So he's looking back into his experience for a lucky seven. Steve's got eight.
2: Nice work. OK.
1: on Saturday and I'll give you the world. We'll spend the evening on the yacht sipping Pepsi from Champagne Glasses under the stars. I think about it. I'll give you my phone number and you can call me when you've decided. Your office number or your home number? Neither.
2: it's a fish and chip shop over the road. But they'll take a message. Cool dog and
0: back to if i get
2: visit, Three questions. One. <laughs> Who's the talent? Say the black. Come on. It's, um, it's a teenage... She's Liv- not from Coronation Street, is she? No, she's not from Coronation Street. It's a teenage Liverpudlian in the 70s who went on to have a very long career playing pop. Oh, the one that did Twist and shout, oh,
3: the little pocket rocket. Go on and come to me. Is that the first question or all the questions? A bit, 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 it to be, oh
2: God. Second question <laughs> is yep. the obvious one. What's the brand? Not a clue. And if you don't know what the brand is, then you're not gonna know who the ad was directed by. And the clue that I was gonna give you there was that it's a friend of the podcast. So it's somebody that we've referenced Shopkins a it? couple of times. It's not Oh it's Feta Black. It's not it's, is it Peter Black. It's not Tom Kontz. It's um it's
3: the director, um Bob Ross. Bob um
2: Um I don't know. Go on, I, you can have, you have half a point for that. What's his name? You Bob. Got, Bob. Gail. There's no point <laughs> you're trying to tell me. <laughs> I'm just trying to make you look as so though you can fucking remember what happened in a previous book. Bob Brooks. Bob Brooks. I was just going to say that. I oh. thought it was Bob Stream. Bob Stream. Bob Brooks. You get half a point I, for I, that. And what's the woman that sings um, Twist? The little pocket right her name was. one, it's, one it's word a, like Madonna? No. Okay. Let, let me help you out. I'm going to play the ad again and I'm going <laughs> to give you another clue. It's not a woman.
1: me on saturday and i'll give you the world we'll spend the evening on the yacht sipping pepsi from champagne glasses under the stars I think about it i'll give him my phone number and you can call me when you've decided your office number or your home number no it's a fish and chip shop over the road but they'll take a message
0: it's
3: about 70s from Liverpool. who sounds a bit like a beard it's not one of the Beatles.
2: that bit's be too big no he's very very young oh, at this stage um but he, went on, board, he no. went on to play pop. To play pop?
3: Cheggers, Keith Cheggwin. Hey, I was going to say, yeah. there you go. Cheggers plays pop. Ba, 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 ba. Cheggers plays pop. Yeah.
2: Come on. Cheggers, Keith Cheggwin. Yeah. You got 1.5 out of a possible three points for that. Oh, we're doing half points now. Well, okay. Ones. You got fucking one point out of three. No, that's 1.5 is good. Keith Cheggwin.
3: <laughs> all right. Keith Cheggwin. I thought it was. I knew it all along. All right. Are you ready?
1: I am ready. Looking through these, don't you get an intense flush of nostalgia? Only in the warm weather. Look, there's your best In his suit. He was a lion amongst men in them days. I'm filling up.
3: So I see. And we'll to give it away then. Three questions. What was the brand, the product,
2: what was the tagline, and who was that talent? I'll give you clues, a visual clue. That's four questions. I know who the talent is. Okay. Um, the talent, the primary talent is Les Dawson. Yeah. And it but it also includes his offsider. Oh who, I don't know who that is, so I can't give you a point, I'm sorry. I, I can't remember his name either, but he was um when Les Dawson used to do his two old ladies gossiping over the wall, then the bloke in this was the other old lady.
1: Looking through these, don't you get an intense flush of nostalgia? Only in the warm weather. Look, there's your bath. In his mob suit. He was a lion amongst men in them days. I'm filling up. So I see fresh cream cakes. Naughty, but nice.
3: Okay. So what's three questions? When I say
2: with the brand, the product, what 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 are they advertising, and what's the tagline? Is it? Are they advertising Kodak? No, they're not. Is it a photography-related product? No, it's not. I've got nothing for you. Okay, I'll, I'll give, I'll my, give I'll you. I'll take my point. Brand. for brand, Thank you very much.
3: I'll give you the brand, and then see if you can get his guess the tagline. You okay. need the points. Fresh cream cakes. Right? Bird uh, No, fresh cream cakes. I just said fresh cream cakes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the AA. <laughs> right. So the product is fresh cream cakes. Les Dawson, what's the tagline? No?
2: No, nah, got nothing. Fresh cream cakes. Naughty. But naive. <gasps> should remember I should, should but have remembered that, shouldn't I? Naughty. You should have really. That went on for years and years. That Unfortunately, one. you only get one. Okay. Never mind. Right.
3: Look at you with a vengeance.
2: Right. Right. Okay. Normally I don't take this very seriously, but your attitude is forcing me to to raise my game. Uh, This is a gimme as well, but I thought it was nice, just a nice way of um, introducing it. This is 3.4 seconds of audio. And from that, uh, brand, please and talent. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Good tune, isn't it? Frank Moore
3: that's Frank Moore um, everyone's a fruit and nutcase from Cabo's fruit and nut a fruit and nut what sorry everyone's a fruit and nutcase I did the remix then everyone's a fruit and nutcase that was too easy I, I just that's I, the sugar plum fairy I think or whatever the, is that what it is no that's uh, maybe no I don't know we saw it on the CD
2: yeah Frank Moore so I get two points for Frank Moore Somehow or another, we're gonna have. I think we're going to have to. The next quiz will just be on music. That's all. Where well, you just where well, you have to name that. Okay. Okay. All right. So that was an absolute
3: well. I'd, stinker I'd say me I mean, you're giving me giving. two and a half seconds, and I'm getting I'm giving you a minute and a half
2: sometimes, and you're not. So I'm not sure. The next one is so tough that I, I've actually offered ten bonus points for one of the questions. Well, so I'm, you could win it based on my next one. What have you got for me? I'm going to start playing this
3: halfway through because. You'll get to one part of the question, but I want the, um, the brand and the strap line as well. Okay?
1: You're in a world where you're looked after in real comfort while someone else drives. So you're fresh, feeling businesslike, all of which proves that for anyone going places in today's business world...
3: No, then, no, then. That was show. Okay, so first uh, of all, who was it? It was Jimmy Jimmy Savile. What did he do nasty? No. Um, (gasps) That was Jimmy um, Savile.
2: And what was the. um, He could have done a whole. whole, They could have had a whole new tree of their own for Jimmy, couldn't they? Don't (laughs) worry. Yeah, Forrest. Jimmy Savile, it was British Rail, and they were promoting the Intercity 125. Oh, okay. Look at the train go into the tunnel? uh, (laughs) 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 Okay. And I believe Ooh. that the strap line was, let the train take the strain. I believe not, unfortunately. Oh, really? And you oh, were bugger. so
3: close, I'm sorry. I was really you confident so as well.
2: I was really confident.
3: Um, I'm surprised you got inner city, because I was going to say no. Okay, Intercity. So it was Jimmy Subble. Inter-City, Inter-City, Intercity British Rail. And the tagline is, I do says it. This is the age of the train. Not that I know much about ages. Right. <laughs> Okay, so two.
2: Not that edge means very much yeah. to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do so, you think we have to take yeah, that out? Probably. It's not That's nice. what did she it? said. Right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Only because of Jimmy Samples impression's terrible. Um so that was a tricky one. Well done.
2: This one um, because it's so tight, I did I, I was gonna originally offer ten points, ten bonus points for one of the questions, but we'll, I'm fairly confident. I'm fairly confident. Have a listen to this, please. Okay, give you the brand name. Lee Wrangler.
3: <laughs> no, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking out loud, yeah. No. I put my blue jeans on and it's gotta be um oh Lee Wrangler, it's not Levi's, it's um oh god, I don't know. It's a jeans brand, obviously. I put my blue jeans on, um blue jeans deodorant, talcum powder, something. No, it's probably blue jeans on though, isn't it?
2: go on what is it on, what is it I don't know I know the song but I don't know the yeah you know the song yeah okay so the brand is Brutus oh which are the only British jeans aren't they it kind of sets Brutus. you in a time and a place mid yeah. 70s to mid 80s your mum can't afford to buy a oh, pair of Levi's yeah in a shopping centre your mum can't afford to buy your a pair of Levi's
3: yeah so you
2: get a pair of Brutus uh, yeah have you got the logo there oh this is audio I don't know I need the song though. do I get a point for the, the song no, oh, no. Because I mean, the song's fairly obvious. Well, you blanked you get, it out. You get no. That, what I blanked out was the brand name. Oh, did they say I got put my Brutus jeans on? Yep. So oh. it's a it's a it's an exact adaptation. It's the same guy singing the song. Who was that? The lyrics are all the same, except they <laughs> insert the word Brutus. Into the song. What, like in naturally? Front of, in front of blue jeans. Does he sing it? So or did, song, is it like, hi, you've got Karen? No, in the song that went to number one, he sings, I pull my blue jeans And on. who is he? For 10 points, who is he? Oh, God, Paul someone. No. Nope. Not a clue. His name is David Dundas. Dungaree Dundas, of course. Now That doesn't ring it? a bell? That was one of those things where I looked it up. Oh, as soon as I oh, saw the name, nah. I, I could hear his voice. But if but he nah. put a gun to my child's oh. head, I wouldn't have got... No, wouldn't have got it.
3: And I only know the song, I don't know why I know the song, probably probably played um, on the radio on a Sunday morning by um, the previous talent. By Noel? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jimmy, sorry. <laughs> i your blue jeans off. Your blue jeans
2: off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, there were different times. There were different okay. times. So this one's easy. Jimmy Savile, I actually rejected a Jimmy Savile ad for my question because... I knew it would set you off down the path no. of doing really bad Jimmy Savile impressions. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and I knew it was going to all get inappropriate. And if you want to you- pair my my shell suit's the size. Of the top's
3: come extra large, but I only come in small size. Parts, whatever. No, the pad's in it anyway. Rewind, cut that out. Okay.
2: And that's where we'll leave it for part one, pod people, teetering as it is on the cliff edge of bad taste. I have tried to explain to Tones that every time he mentions Jimmy Savile, a nun gets syphilis, but he remains unconvinced. Tune in tomorrow for the riveting denouement of our classic ads quiz as part two drags us into discussions about bad genes and worse ads. Laters.